Mic check one, two. Good evening, ladies and gents. Historian. I don't know who that guy is right there, but I'm missing people. I'm not responsible for that. It comes out of his mouth today. <laughs> and welcome to another episode of the Convos in the Park podcast. For our first time listeners, thank you for joining us. And for our continued listeners, we greatly appreciate y'all coming back and enjoying our content. Howdy. <laughs> uh, if you like what you hear please 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 make sure you subscribe to the YouTube channel uh, or um, follow us on all of the socials Facebook, TikTok, Instagram Twitter MySpace, uh, MySpace uh, Black Planet Oh no Mi gente <laughs> Lord Jesus help him He went off the deep end Again I am not responsible <laughs> Not at all. Hi, everyone, and welcome back. We, um, behind the scenes, we got a lot of things that we, we talk about, and sometimes we might just hit the uh, action button in the middle of a sentence. <laughs> so forgive us if we're giggling. I know y'all love it. We love it, too. Yeah. So what's on your mind? There's been a lot going on in this crazy brain of mine. As uh, you told me so well, um, there's only certain people that can speak me fluently. Um, but now, <laughs> one of the uh, one of the biggest things I've been thinking about this week is um, support. And when I say support, I mean support when it comes to friends or people that you know that may have their own uh, small business or on you know in the entrepreneurial bag. And one of the things I've seen and witnessed sometimes are silent supporters. Okay. And when I say silent supporters, you know, we always, especially in this day and age with uh, content creators and influencers and things like that, it's always, oh, like, share, you know, comment, you know, share with your friends and everything else. But you get those people that will support you in the shadows and, you know, or they may message you or send you or send you a message or call, you know, directly and say, hey, I like what you're doing. Keep it, you know, keep it going. But, you know, you won't see any of that same support on the social media side, which could lead to uh, more people listening or gathering more um, traction in that way. Um, And I just want to get your ideas on that. I have a limited amount of friends. <laughs> we yes, we know. <laughs> we know your circle is small. We get it. This is by choice, <laughs> not by force. Um, but that goes to I guess you're speaking of like extended friends or extended, associates. Extended friends, associates, and sometimes even close friends. Um Yeah, I mean I guess sometimes also two people think that they have they don't want to be a burden to friends to say hey can you help me do XYZ or you just don't um, they just don't want to seem bothered or obligated 
I feel like if your friends really truly love you and your close friends, right. they're going to be there pushing you and in your business and wanting to know what the next step is and if you need any help for true friends, not to kind of gain anything, but to see you happy. Yeah. Um, like when, you know, I don't I don't fuck around with social media like that. We know. <laughs> but when I do social media, it seems like you can find, you know, friends of friends, but it seems like when you have your social network of friends, they support you a little bit more mm-hmm. than the people who you actually know have known for years. So yeah. I don't know, you know, I don't, I don't like nobody for real. <laughs> <laughs> And sometimes they just don't get it. They just don't understand what it what's the next step um, that you need. Right. And even when, like, let's say, even, I will say, even when I first started with uh, the Commons in the Park YouTube content, you know, I would post on Facebook, A, you know, I post the content and I would say, you know, if you like what you're seeing, you know, please share. And, you know, even if they may like it, it ain't just not, it doesn't to me I think it doesn't take as much to say hey to add you know add it to your you know post or something you know I like what this person is doing you know mm-hmm. if you feel the same you know if you have the same kind of moment as me take a listen you know see what you think yeah like I don't I don't to me I don't think that is hard and even when um I have friends that that do certain things even if I may not coldly but I would say wholly um, agree with maybe the things that they're doing or the business that they have, I will still take the time to at least hit the uh-huh. like button. Or if they're selling something. Is it something. a genuine like? Yeah. Okay. Yeah, it's, it's, it's a genuine like. It's not like, you because know. Because if you I'm, got some bullshit, I'm going to tell you. That's, <laughs> that's just the kind of friend I am. Right. But again, it's if someone is doing something and I always feel like we need to support each other. Yeah. But we you know, also need hand. to be critical and critique each other to a point to where it's healthy. Right. And not to the point to where it's demeaning. Yeah. Because going back to what I just said, if you got some BS floating out there, I'm not going to tell you, yes, it's good. I'm like, no. Like, when I when I bake, I tell, I I literally want you to cut the cake in front of me and taste it. But I know you can't always do that. You know what I'm saying? Yeah. So I'll call you. Hey, you know, blah, 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 blah. This one person, I made a coconut cake for. I did a layered coconut cake for him. I'm allergic to coconuts. I can't taste shit. And I told him, I said, if it's wrong, I will genuinely try to remake it again. Mm-hmm. Or give you your money back. Whichever one you want. Yeah. He called me and said, that's the best cake he had. He said, on him and his daughter, they eat that coconut cake. He was like, it was the best coconut he had. You know what I'm saying? I want you to tell me. Even if I say, hey, look, I tweaked this little bit in the recipe. Let me know if you like it or not. You know, next time I'll change it back. Tell me. I'm going to tell you. Because I want you to do better. Yeah. So... Some people aren't like that. I guess they're afraid that some things are going to hurt their feelings. Like... Some of these people who's who are, and I'm sorry if I hurt anybody's feelings, but some of these people who no, you're not. are, I, I, I am okay. because <laughs> as an artist, mm-hmm. you're sensitive. 
but you are also your biggest critic. Yeah. You don't want anybody to not like your stuff because this is your passion. Some of these people that are this bubblegum rap, they have too many yes men in that corner. That's obvious. And they, I'm not saying that they're failing or anything like that because somebody's listening to it because it's coming more frequently. But they need to be, I guess, not so many yes men in the corner. In the corner. No, no, yeah, um, I, I to share agree. and help them do things, and it may be that it has transitioned to the point to this is the best that that genre is gonna get. I have no idea. However, some of these people who are cheering on the wrong people for the wrong things, like we were just talking about Dave Chappelle, how yeah. they want to cancel him. I get it how they want to cancel him, but I also get like, man, fuck this. This is Dave Chappelle. We already know he is. <laughs> what he gonna say? You know yeah. what I'm saying? Like, they had... um was it you I was talking to about the news anchors? Yeah. Okay, so the two news anchors that got fired and their manager, I want to say it was in Kentucky. Um, I'll verify the location in a minute. Um, they had Afro wigs on back to the 70s on the first day of fall saying, hey, you know, get rid of the summer. We're going back to the 70s, blah, 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 blah. And people took it the wrong way, like he was being, or they were being racist. But in actuality, he's like, you know, we're just going back to the, the 70s. 70s. We're yeah. getting rid of the 90s and 100 degree weather. We're going back to the 70s to cool off. I understood what they were trying to translate. However, this culture is sensitive Super and everybody in the is super PC, super um hypersensitive when it comes to everything, and everybody's in this cancel life, this cancel culture, and they want to be the first person to end this person's career. I get it. I brought this conversation up with several people, and this one <laughs> chick, she was like, I don't care. They white, they all need to lose their job. And I'm like, but it's not like that. You know what I'm saying? Yeah. These could be allies. Yeah. <laughs> so, I don't know. You support people on certain things and then you don't support them on other things. Me, if if you're equally yoked with the people in your life, everything is going to balance out. Yeah. And in due time, everything will be heard. Everything will be seen. So... You just, you know, got to be patient. I have a lot of people, like this barber who cuts my son's hair. I didn't know him from Adam. But I, I liked his marketing strategy and I liked how he was doing things. And I showed him a picture of what I wanted. I ain't had no problems since then. And we've had several barbers and honestly, some female. <laughs> but, you know, shit happened. Yeah. But, I mean, you just got to support each other. Step out on faith on yourself first. Yeah. And then everybody else will follow you. Yeah. It, that's my that's my soapbox. <laughs> <laughs> no, but, you know, it was just, I just had the question on whether or not we should see it as a responsibility for our friends to support us. You know what I'm saying? Is it our responsibility? Did I hear that right? No, I'm saying, is it your friend's responsibility to constantly, you know, support, you know, your endeavors? Not saying that they, you know, regardless of if they're, if, like you said, if, they're, if you are putting out something good and not 
something that's BS, mm-hmm. then yeah, is it their responsibility to support you? If your friends, going back to what I said, if yeah. your friends want to see you successful and your friends want to help you and it's free word of mouth, a link, a share, a, a, a reshare, whatever, um, it's just simple as hitting a button. If they want to see you succeed and all this, they're going to do it. Yeah. You're not going to have to ask ask them. But however, like I said, some of them just don't know how to do it. Like, they don't know how to bring it up in conversation. I get what you're saying. Cause, Depending on the business. Yeah, because even for like, even with me for myself, I do have a tendency sometimes to kind of I can see those opportunities where I could mention the podcast, you know, to someone in the conversation, but I find myself sometimes not. And it's not because I don't have confidence in the product that we're putting out. I do. But I guess that's that little bit of awkwardness with me to try to bring certain things out. What'd you say? No, you said Right. Yeah, I mean you you don't want to feel like you are oversharing or over um marketing. I get it, but that's a part of sales. Every job that I've had, every career that I've ventured out to, um wanna put me in sales. I have a sales mindset. For if you go out there like say energy five. For every five opportunities, there's gonna be one. For every ten, there's gonna be two. You know what I'm saying? Yeah. And for every listen that we get or share that we get, there's gonna be one new person. If we share somebody share thirty times, you know, we'll get one person. And then that's, you know, it builds off of that. Like um, this blogger that I <laughs> that I used to read like religiously. He's mm-hmm. retired now. He works for a Complex. Um, it was naked with socks on. That, that was, was the, name blog. Of the blog. <laughs> Interesting. <laughs> that was the name of the blog. Was it a sex blog? No, like. I pulled it up earlier because I hadn't read it in a while. Mm-hmm. And he's he doesn't have it. He's not as active anymore. Um, he has his own little, <laughs> little website or whatever. But he hadn't been on Twitter since January. You know what I'm saying? So he... Yeah. Brand content at Complex. Okay. So, managing director. So, he, I mean, it's everything. Hip hop on here, food... Just random stuff talking about shampoo. Like nobody knows about this is in my circle, but that's my fault because if I like it, I should have said something. Yeah. Who knows? I get you. But I don't think you know. Like I said, if it's if it's something that they like, they're gonna do it. If it's something they don't like, they're you know they should do it anyway because it's somebody out there that might like it. So. Okay. Yeah, it's just, like I said, it's just something that I've been thinking about because even when I have uh, some of my other friends, um, 
Like I, I don't know from so long. Oh yeah, I do. <laughs> Anyways, um, <laughs> no, nah, like I, I, I got, I got a bro that does photography. Very mm. good at it. And whenever you know he posts a, a photo or you know shares his own thing, I'm quick to share it on Facebook. You know, like it on Instagram. You know, just to show that I support. Mm-hmm. Um. And even with uh, family members that do certain things, you know, I'm like same thing. You know, if they if I see it, I share it. Mm-hmm. Um, because I know that again, we may have the same circle, but it could be someone else. You know, could be that one military friend mm-hmm. that likes it that may be able to you know go with their services or or something to that effect. So mm-hmm. I always think that you know we can always reach that one extra person with a little effort. Of course. By all means. Definitely. I um I was looking up some things yesterday. I was talking to you about it. Mm-hmm. And you know, I love books. Yes. So what is the one book that you've heard of and or read that you want to see become a movie? Hmm. That's a tough one because most of the books that I've read and enjoyed have already become movies. Lord of the Rings. Um, I'm going to watch that one day. (laughs) (laughs) Shit. Um, (laughs) That's on my list, believe it or not. Ready Player One has become a movie. Um, You know what? There is... There are... I can't think of the... Titles of the books in particular, there's a couple of Star Wars books that I've read uh, that I would <laughs> that I would not mind um, be, becoming Star movies. Wars have books? Yes, they have a whole extended universe in books and comics. I'm going to watch it one day. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, anything uh, as far as books that I've I haven't read any fictional books um, lately that I can think of that I would like to see a movie because <laughs> a lot of books I've been reading lately have been um, motivational or something to that aspect. Oh, they do it. I like a whole series. Yes. <laughs> <laughs> it's a lot of this shit up here. <laughs> huh. Okay. Star Trek. Yeah, Star Trek has a has an extended universe. I don't think there's not any um, big commercial franchise that does not have an extended uh, universe in books. I know uh, for the World of Warcraft people, you know, oh, there's God. plenty of uh, there's plenty of books that's sending the lore, you know, behind that universe and, and things like that. Even with certain games like EverQuest, EverQuest. I'm sorry. So. But yeah, other than that, I can't think of a book that I wouldn't um, wouldn't mind seeing as a movie. What about you? Um. Yes. <laughs> okay. Okay, so I like our urban books and right. stuff like that. Um, we have we have an author who's going to be on the show. Um, in the next couple days, um, Tamika Newhouse, her um, she has a book 
that I would like to see as a movie. And uh, Ashley Antoinette has a series of books that I would love to see a movie. I wouldn't want to see the Prada plan as a movie. Um, only because I'm not a big fan of Yaya. Mm -hmm. She had a rough life growing up, but I'm not a big fan of hers. But anyway, um, yeah, Ashley Antoinette has some stuff, um, that I would love to see, but that's, that's interesting though. Cause when you see screenplays on TV, you wonder what was the process. Right. Like when Ava DuVernay is directing, like what is your, what do you see on that end? I know my end as far as writing what I see. Right. And how things come into playing and stuff like that. I have this net that's flying around. <laughs> I don't know what it is. It's getting on my nerves. I'm scared I'm not my alcohol over there. We're going to really fight. Um, but I want to know, like, pick their brain, like the creative process, like Fat Man Scoop, Missy Elliott, Sierra, like they, you know, they were back together with that, uh, that remix to Level Up. But, you know, it's like, what do you see? Like you get tunnel vision. I don't know. I can I can talk about that all day. <laughs> Next, <laughs> screw y'all. Listen, y'all. Talk about me. We went to the dog park today, and I saw the cutest little dog. Mm -hmm. It was five different breeds in that dog. She was a terrier, boxer, Pekingese. Chihuahua Chow Chow. I'm like, she was beautiful. Her face, I don't know how we got from Boots to Dog. <laughs> Her face was like a, a, almost like a boxer terrier face, almost. Okay. Her tail was Pekingese. You could tell her tongue was Chow Chow. Like, she was gorgeous. And she was white and tan. So like the perfect mutant dog. She was short, like the perfect size. She was short, but still tall. She had a little twist on her walk too. She well, I wish I would have had a picture. I mean, she was gorgeous. Gorgeous. They only had her for a couple months though. So yeah. Hmm. I love doggies. Yeah, it's not wrong with doggies. My two little bitches. <laughs> well they are the female dogs yes they are I said nothing of the disrespect are you ready for uh, Halloween you doing anything fancy for Halloween no I've been off Halloween for the last couple of years I have been what's surprising is I haven't even uh, my daughter hasn't even mentioned anything about Halloween she's too cool no because she when I had her um the last time I had her around Halloween time, she was she was all for it. She was, you know, picking out uh, costumes and everything else. But yeah, she has not mentioned a costume. She has not mentioned anything about Halloween. Has not mentioned anything about trick-or-treating. So um, Halloween is on a Sunday this year. Yeah, it is. So I know she's definitely probably going to be off it. And mm -hmm. I know that I will nine times out of ten be working on Halloween. So it ain't going to bother me if she doesn't want to uh, participate. Well, I'm trying to see, did I trick or treat around that age? You know, I think I, it was a bunch of us because it was in our little subdivision. It was three dead ends that was right there. So we didn't do 
a whole lot mm-hmm. of um, talking. I mean, well, <laughs> trick or treat, we did a lot of uh, just dressing up and going to harass folks, but. Paper towel and people are. Not paper towel, uh, toilet paper, TPing people's houses and stuff. Oh, no. Oh, see, yeah, I. Yeah, I never really, I won't say I never really care for Halloween, um, but I know as a teenager, uh-huh. uh, I had to do a lot of uh, dodging because in my neighborhood, um, people were quick to throw the eggs. Yeah, we ain't wasting no food. (laughs) (laughs) We ain't wasting no food. I don't know what's y'all grew up in Brooklyn wasting food and shit, feeding the rats. (laughs) That's why they humongous now. No, hell no. But no, we didn't really do all of that. We we actually had a pretty decent little neighborhood growing up. Oh, look at you. Yeah, we were tight. I mean, hell all of us still damn near talk to each other now. That's special. That's very special. It is, truthfully, because I can't think of uh, maybe... No, I take that back. I can't think of anyone that I grew up around on the same block of Hart Street when I grew up in Brooklyn. I can't think of anyone that I stay in constant contact with now. At all. Constant contact? No. But not even like constant contact. Like, it's... Like, the people that I know that I was close with, that I grew with on Hart Street... It's been years. And when I say years, I'm talking about like since high school. That was the last time I, I've heard from any of them. Yeah, none of us went to high school together. That, well, I'm sorry. I didn't go because I didn't want to go to... I felt like I wanted to enjoy a different high school. Mm-hmm. So I went to a different high school than everybody else. I got a whole nother transfer. I'm like, look, I live on the same street as y'all. I'm almost the same damn school. <laughs> so yeah, I... I I forged my own path and me and it was one other guy who lived on the other side of the street, Jason, we went to the same high school, but everybody else went to Williamson. They went to the hood. They rode the bus and all that. Nope. 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 Mm. Nope. Yeah, because I want to say from elementary school when I first Moved to my um, school for the Enrichment Talented Program. I stayed with the same. You went where? Special needs school. <sighs> no. <laughs> <laughs> what you said? <laughs> I said for because I transferred. I started off at That's the started off at, <laughs> <laughs> I started off at the elementary school right across the street from my house. That's where I started Ooh, my school. Real grade. special needs. So, <laughs> but after first grade, um, I took a test for uh, a gifted program. And it was called Enriched and Talented. Enriched and Talented. Talented. Yes. So, of course, at the let's say, like, when I got to that first class, it was 2205 ET because of the Enriched and Talented. So it was second grade, the classroom number, which was 205, and then ET. Why you give me that look? Because I was trying to finish. (laughs) (laughs) That's about what time you were supposed to be in there. Was 205? <laughs> Shit, okay. No, 2205 ETA. ET. And that was called what? 
No, it was the Rich and Talented program. But For because, second grade. Yeah. Okay. Because, yeah, it was second grade. Then it was always your, it was always your grade, whatever room number that you were in. And then whether, and then if you were part of Rich and Talented program, it was an ET at the end. Or if not, it was just the grade I'm lost and the, the room number. <laughs> Anyways. <laughs> The same group of people from that program I stayed with up until I got to high school. Like even in they junior high school, they were around the same time. <laughs> You're probably right. <laughs> but again, just like you, you know, once I got to high school, it was like a fresh slate. Didn't have to deal with some of the stuff I dealt with my seventh grade year. I think mm-hmm. we talked about it previously where I got into a fight with people because they was getting bullied. Aww. But yeah, once I got to yeah, high school. Yeah, really for where the car was. <laughs> 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 that shit was so funny. <laughs> you told me you always got your ass with a wet car I hollered. <laughs> Hell no. But now, nah, yeah, once I got to high school, it was like fresh new slate, <laughs> new area, new people. New experience, new wardrobe. Gentlemen <laughs> <laughs> <Denim and> now. <laughs> Shit. Well, yeah. I mean, because even then, like I said, just to go back to the whole Halloween thing, like my first little Nautica jacket that I love and then get The white one? No. Oh. <laughs> <laughs> no, this was, uh, no, that, that one was, uh, I think it was blue, white, and green. Mm-hmm. But yeah, just Nautica it, it, was a shit back in that oh, yeah. day. Okay, what y'all say? But uh, yeah, just having that thing uh, stained up with eggs, you know, kind of kind of ruined. After that, I was just like, "Fuck Halloween!" <laughs> this year, trick or treat Halloween fell on the weekend. Me and the girl was trick or treat. Robbing little kids for bags. <laughs> <laughs> I'm going to get an egg. <laughs> God damn. Okay, so I got a question. Okay. I love the 80s slash 90s, okay? If you could live in any time period in the world, or... Any time period in the world. Any time period. Okay. What would it be? You can go all the way back to 1 AD or 1 BC or 1 CC or whatever the time frame. 90s. Why? The music, the culture, the movies, the TV. I mean, a lot of that, a lot of stuff in the 90s, at least to me, was groundbreaking. You know, of course, people were getting out of the high top fades and everything else. And like hip hop group for me, because we had Nas, we had. We still got Nas. I know, but I'm saying Nas <laughs> was coming out okay. around that time. Biggie <laughs> was coming out. Wu-Tang Clan was coming out. Nah, East Coast shit. Shut up. I'm, I'm sorry. Let me get down. I'm sorry. I'm sorry. I'm sorry. I'm sorry. Yes, I'm gonna. I'm always gonna have an East Coast bias because I grew up there, and again, regardless. But I'm gonna talk my shit regardless. Of course, I know you will, and I'll always defend myself. <laughs> <laughs> but I mean, not just with um, with hip hop, but you know, we had um, 
Uptown Comedy Club that was coming out on TV. We had In Living Color. In Living Color. And all those movies. And again, that was when Eddie Murphy was coming out with Boomerang and Hall of Nights and all that. So it was just like <laughs> that era for me, just like it defines me. So yeah, for me to constantly relive that era, I wouldn't mind. You said the 90s? Yeah. Okay. <laughs> um, yeah, I can dig it. The 90s. Um, it seemed like it was a simpler time. Minus, you know, because there were cell phones back then. So don't do the cell phone thing. But Yeah, but, yeah, but those cell phones were... Car uh, phones. Yeah, <laughs> yeah, they were they were legit bricks. Cause yeah, if you wanted to walk around with one, yeah, you had the battery pack and yeah, it had the strap. Yep, that bitch was getting hot. I remember <laughs> that bitch got hot quick. You had about an hour worth of battery. That big old battery pack. Mm-hmm. It was nothing nice sitting in the car. The damn car phone. <laughs> you hit your leg on it. It's a wrap. <laughs> um. But yeah, I, I can I can see going back to the nineties, um, simpler time, and it's not going back in age. Yeah, it's just you know current going back. I can see that the nineties. What about you? I'm I'm guessing this is just me guessing. I'm guessing probably sixties, seventies. How old do you think I am? I do not want to go back to the uh, <laughs> segregation. I have a, this thing on me that's called No Filter Mouth. <laughs> I'll be, me and Rose will be right there together. Well, I wasn't so much. <laughs> Shit. I wasn't so much thinking of, you know, the, the negatives of that time. I'm thinking of oh, okay. everything else. Like, yeah, I mean, there's still a bunch of negative stuff I could think of for the 90s. But, yeah, I'm thinking of all the positive stuff that went on that. Wow. Want to relive the nineties? Mm-hmm. I was thinking more so the culture and music and everything else that probably I could see that era, those two eras, kind of being the ones you pick. But I could be wrong. Maybe I don't know you as good as I think I do. Fifties and sixties. Ooh, okay. I don't think so. I said sixties and seventies. I could probably do the seventies. The seventies. The Late 80s, 90s, and probably early 2000s, if I could go back. Um, 70s, it was, the shit was lit. The clothing, the nightlife. The drugs. The marijuana. <laughs> marijuana is not a drug. It's a plant that you just so happen to set fire to. <laughs> Shit. Um. Yeah. It was. It was mm-hmm. easy. The cars. Oh my God. Chevys. <sighs> the Camaros. The Corvettes. The Malibu's. The big body continental cheese. Mmm. Them gas goes. <laughs> <laughs> them continentals had no haps on the pocket, but gas was 89. Yeah. 79. A dollar nine for premium. Like, I can afford this. <laughs> yes. 
I pulled up to me and Candace was talking about that um, yesterday. She was like, I was just gas there. And I was like, um, I don't know. She was like, it's like such and such here. And I was like, listen, I go to the same two gas stations. I just pull up and get gas. I don't even look at the price anymore because I need it any damn way. Looking at it and debating on what, what you're going to do. Go to another one across the way that's, two, what, two cents cheaper? You need to burn $3 worth of gas getting over there. Nah. Some people will do it. That's Fuck like that. um, when I was going grocery shop with my mother um, last Saturday. That line for... Um, Count with the Sam's. Yeah. <laughs> that line for Sam's gas stations. It's always booming. Sam's and Costco. Yeah, because they just about the cheapest gas you can get in town right now. That shit burns so fast in my car. <laughs> nope. I pulled over there one day. I was mad as hell, too. It was early. I had just dropped the kids off at school, and I whipped over at Costco, and it was time for my membership to be due. Mm -hmm. But luckily, my bank don't let them do that. So it declines everything. So I was like, damn, I can't get no gas. Now I got to go to another damn gas station. (laughs) But yeah, I, I had got in there early. As soon as I got there, it was like 12 cars that pulled up behind me. I was like, oh, mm-hmm. it's always booming. But yeah, I can see myself going back. Just, you know, try different things, try new things. Um, Definitely endure some adult things that I did not endure in the 90s. Um, Yeah, that would be a sight to see. For me, anyway. Yeah, I can see you with big old Angela Davis fro. I'm just saying. Angela Davis had a very nice afro. Yes, she did. Did not know. Yes, she did. Um, No, I don't know how to tame my hair like that. We just discussed my (laughs) asshole. (laughs) I have a, a one. <laughs> Bandu knot on the front of my head, just one, and he's talking about me. I'm in the process of taming <laughs> and manip. Shut up okay. and manipulating. <laughs> <laughs> this segment is brought to you by. <laughs> Alcohol-induced. Because I was about to say something. Glad you stopped me. What um, what were you about to say? No, I was just going to say how the same thing I said off mic. I still don't understand how you were able to get that like right at the crown of your uh, hairline. I just undid it and did it back. You didn't see me? No. (sighs) Crack kills people. Yeah, it does. So do you remember your very first job? Yeah. I, well, maybe we shouldn't talk about this. This might be a security question. No, it's not a security okay. question. It's <laughs> <laughs> not a security question. I am definitely positive <laughs> on that one. My first job was McDonald's. Horror story. Was the ice cream machine working then? Yes. All the time? I can either, I can either um, agree <laughs> Or disagree on that one. So was it? No comment. Nah, I don't know. 
I didn't mess with the ice cream machine, so it could have been up, could have been down. I don't know. I was always on the grill, so. So, you know the FTC got involved with McDonald's ice cream machine, right? What? Yeah. So, early in September, and this is just something that came across my head as you said it. The feds are reportedly looking into why McDonald's ice cream machines are always busted. That's got to be on a joke site somewhere. No. What's the, what's the news source? NPR. Where I get my news from. Okay. <laughs> <laughs> NPR. Yeah, it says, I scream, you scream, we all scream. Um, By now, we all know, you know, the connoisseur fast food giants always saying that their ice cream machine is out, blah, 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 blah. But they're, um, the Biden administration is looking more wow. closely at the manufacturers. It's trying to see what the manufacturers doing. Um, but I still don't think that they're going to fix this shit. That's something else when the Biden administration is looking into an ice cream machine. <sighs> the manufacturer. Regardless, all the stuff we got going on in this nation, and we're going to devote some government funds to figure out why a company's ice cream machine, well, the manufacturers of the ice cream machine. Yeah, because I mean, if it's a hoax, if the manufacturer is getting government grants, that's a, you know. Mm. That's something more deep, but you know, yeah. I don't care. But that just goes back to just like all these black and indigenous women and men are missing. Gabby Petito go missing. She gets all the attention. But Jelani, he was missing, and a couple more other people were missing. Yeah. They barely got coverage. You know what I'm saying? Yeah. So it's the national attention goes to where that one person that quote unquote matters like somebody got denied a fucking ice cream cone at more than one McDonald's this summer and they got pissed and not even got somebody involved to see what's going on so now yeah I get that but you know to your point about the coverage and the people missing like if we're just going to dive into the deeper, deeper, dark, darker criminal link on that one, like we already know. And it's sad to even say this, but we know that the um, the loss of black and brown people uh-huh. are not going to be that much of a big deal because that's something that the media does not, you know, want to cover unless it was. um more appealing to them mm-hmm. to bring up their to bring up uh, viewers and stuff like that and ratings, but yeah, uh, a popular um, Instagram um, white lady is going to get more attention because I think when I yeah you know, when I first started hearing about this story, yeah, you know, I think she has like a million, not a million plus right uh, now followers at the, time. at the time, yeah. So it's just, it's like, yeah, that one, yeah, if she goes missing, people are looking for that content. Yeah, they're gonna, you know, throw, you know, throw flares and signals up. Okay, so let me ask you this. Do you think that, well, I wanna put that in, in, in the atmosphere. They are an influencer and they came up missing. Okay. Mm-hmm. Talking about Gabby. 
she was a blogger, traveler, whatever, and she came up missing. Do you think that if she would have had less presence on social media as far as like only uploading, say, every two weeks or once a week, that it would have been noticeable? But because she did it several times a day, what do you think? I think, yeah, it's because of the flood of content that it became noticeable. I think if it was a lot less, I don't think it I don't think it would have picked up as much traction as it did. Mm-hmm. But I mean, but that goes to the I guess you could say sort of the addiction we have. I have with looking well, okay, for those people that are really on social media like that, we're yeah, not talking it's a crime. about <laughs> it is. Oh, here it is right here. So, yeah, for those people that are really attracted to social media and that's part of their lifeline, then yeah, it's going to be something that's noticeable for someone like you that is not on social media as much. Yeah, it's probably not going to gain traction unless it hits your Twitter feed somewhere. Yeah, like um, I didn't even know Facebook had went down the other day to yeah. somebody who talked about it. Yeah, because I like, even. Twitter wasn't down. No, Twitter was not down. <laughs> But yeah, like even with that, I thought something was up. I was just thinking that um, because when I first saw it, when I first saw Facebook go down, I was thinking, okay, well, I refreshed and it was the exact same feed. I was like, okay, well, maybe something's up. You know, maybe it could be cellular or something. You know, Wi-Fi or something. Then uh-huh. when I got on YouTube on my phone, it was just like, okay, then yeah, I guess Facebook is down. I was, and YouTube then, was down too? No. Oh. YouTube was up. I was just saying, I, I figured it wasn't anything, you know, uh, wrong cellular or Wi-Fi wise. Oh, okay, gotcha. With my phone because, again, YouTube was working. So I was like, okay, maybe Facebook's down. Not something that I'm going to do without and the world's going to end for me. Like, I use it to check on my, you know, check uh-huh. on my friends and, of course, to, you know, um, promote the podcast. But, yeah, to say that it's something that I would then the world would end if I didn't have Facebook? No. So let me ask you this. Do you think that it's healthy for people to detach? Yes. Do you think that it should be a mandatory thing at least once a month for all the social media platforms to go down for five hours? I do see that. But the way that it's built, they don't want that. Of course not. Because it's like big pharma. That because of the simple fact of they want people to stay on there. It's like with the the way that they got the feed set up now and the algorithm set up <laughs> for it. They want they're gonna make sure that it's something that you see that uh-huh. is either going to draw some kind of emotion out of you. Nine times out of ten, maybe something a negative emotion. Uh-huh. So that way you'll stay on there to either comment or share scroll. something or scroll to find something else. So yeah, the way it's built, yeah, they want you to stay connected to it. And I think if I remember the news correctly, for that day that they were down, uh-huh. that Facebook, Instagram, and WhatsApp was down, they lost a ton of money. Yeah. So yeah, do I agree that yeah, people should detach? Yeah. I mean, but that's like with any any drug or anything else because 
you know, people don't think about it, but yeah, people looking for that, posting something to look for that like, to look for that share, to look for that comment. People are drawn to that. They are. It's 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 become an addiction. So yeah, like I said, you're built differently. I'm built I won't I will not I won't say that I'm built as different because I do like to be on social media, but it's not something to where it's the end all be all for me. I disconnected from Facebook because I was active in Facebook. I'm not going to say that I was just anti-social media at first. Yeah. But I used to be on Facebook, but I was my page was locked up like if you wouldn't <laughs> if we wouldn't already friends you ain't coming in there yeah um but I did it one year as <sighs> during Lent okay and I just came up off of it 40 days after the 40 days <laughs> I was like, shit, I ain't going back. <laughs> and I, I stayed off of it for a while. After my son was born, I, I was on it for a minute and then I got off. Mm-hmm. Um, You know, sitting at home during maternity leave, you were really not doing too much. Yeah. But, yeah, I, I think that everybody should do a cleanse. And you will see, not necessarily that your life is happier, but you can get things done. Yeah. I got wrapped back into the loop mm. around the summertime when I was on TikTok real bad. <laughs> real bad. Like, I'd be up 2, 3 o'clock in the morning and I'd be like, just scrolling. That's a rabbit hole. You can get stuck in TikTok. Like. Yeah. So, I don't know. But to answer your question, when WhatsApp and Oculus and Facebook and Instagram and all of them were down. He lost, his fortune is now 117 billion. Um, And he lost, I wanna say close to 80. 80 million? Hold on. Because if you lost 80 million, that is. I mean, WhatsApp, Instagram, and Facebook all crashed. There is a conspiracy behind that, too. What's the conspiracy? Oh, it happened right after the whistleblower. Oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. So they was like, okay, well, whistleblower is saying all this information, take everything down. Which I, I think don't it care. was great. Don't let her get on Facebook say anything else. I think it's great that she um She's that she for mistreatment. Yeah. However, I don't think that they should um let's see. Potential losses were <laughs> It was um, an eight-figure number. Figured as much. <laughs> I figured as much. Yeah, it was an eight-figure number. Say as much ad revenue comes through on, at least for Instagram and Facebook. 
Yeah, we talked about not me and you, but me and someone else talked about that. Yeah. Yeah. So you're gonna yeah you're gonna lose a lot of and a lot of people have their life livelihood. Yeah, right. Attached to attached to Facebook and, and Instagram because mm-hmm. that's how they get you know a lot of their services out. So yeah, you got a lot of Google ads that run through there because you can Google something and it might take you to their Facebook page yeah. and all that. But that's just you know that's just how the the e commerce system is. Yeah. It sucks though. I, I really did not know, and I'm not picking fun at anybody or anything like that. I just did not know. Yeah. If that wasn't on my list, I guess it goes when you, not to sound demeaning, if you a follower or if you're setting your own path. That's true. Yeah, and that, and because of that shutdown, you know, that made me think about it myself. It's like you know, I do a lot of my, I do a lot of our um, promoting on Facebook and Instagram. So it's like, you know, what if for some reason they go down or even let's say it gets to the, even the bigger things, like let's say some of the DSPs go down like Spotify or SoundCloud or lo and behold, if Apple Podcasts go down, the world is going to come to an end. I don't have like Apple nothing. <laughs> that shit is not For all you Apple people, house. I know it's going to be the, you know, Apple services go down, you know, the world's coming to an end. But, no, but on seriously, like, if those things were to go down, like, how would people that, you know, genuinely enjoy our podcast listen to it? And then that made me think, okay, well, maybe we just need to, you know, as a backup or not even as a backup, just as the main thing, put the website up so that way people can get to it regardless of whether they go to it, you know, whether they like you seeing it on YouTube or anything else. You may have those people that don't like YouTube uh-huh. and want to have an alternate source. So yeah, we're nine times out of ten gonna have a website up soon so where you can get to our podcast and all other content. In one area, vice having to go, you know, through all those different places. Because yeah, I don't want to put all my eggs in in one batch. Of course not. Definitely don't want that to happen. So yeah, be on the lookout in the future for compostinthepark.com and not just for email purposes. Email. <laughs> oh, going back to the first job thing. Um, I totally forgot about that. We went down totally different. <laughs> well, yeah, that's fine. I mean, that's what conversations are about. Yeah. Um, my first job was. I want to say it was a call center. West, maybe. I was just curious. It was in West because that seemed like that is between either McDonald's or something else. The teenager's first job in, here in this area. Yeah, that's how I said it's going to be West. I can't remember. I want to say it was West, maybe the movie theater. No, it was West. <laughs> no. You can't even see that place open anymore. Well, they got bought out. It's open, like it's, it's you. Uh, it's ran by um, uh, somebody. Hell, I don't fucking know. Yeah. But yeah, 
I um, you know how <laughs> I manipulated them. Really? Yeah. Okay. We used to get paid on Saturdays, mm-hmm. which is fucked up. Okay. Get paid on Saturdays. However, I used to tell them I had drill meets on Saturday and I couldn't work. <laughs> Why you roll your eyes at me? <laughs> so I used to come up there. Mm-hmm. This is before you still had checking accounts. Well, this, yeah. is, this is before direct deposit. I, and I'll stand in line. Everybody's like, where's she doing? Where's she? Like, I ain't working today. Can I get my check? You got to stand in line. They got to filter through. Sometimes they got your check. And I'm like, uh-uh. Nerd. Straight to the bank I go. Somewhere else I go. It wouldn't work. But we were talking about um, these people and kids not wanting to have jobs anymore. Yeah. They don't like... You're going call center, okay? They want you to be 18 now. I don't know why. But you can't just go out and... I'm not going to say get a job anymore. But you just... Some people just don't want to. And I don't understand it. Well, it's... And it's funny you brought that up. Because even before um, before I got here so we could record, I was having a conversation with my daughter about um, work and career paths and... Yeah, she, you know, she was asking questions about, um, about work and what she wanted to do. And it came to my surprise. She said she wanted to be a lawyer. I looked at her, I was like, I just didn't see that out of her. She argues a lot. I did not see that. <laughs> 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 yeah, she argues a lot, but I just kind of, that's a, you know, being a teenager. Mm-mm. That was my career um, path. If I would have went to the military, straight attorney. But I could I could see it now because you know she said that she wanted to be able to help people. I was like, well, I guess you could, but most people don't think of attorneys as so much helpful as more so shysters. But I guess you know it's just the way that you kind of look at it. But I mean, to, to not to digress, but. Yeah, it's because of the way that companies seem, well, companies treat or, you know, it's it's heard about companies treat some of their employees because, I mean, in most states, you know, the minimum wage is not that much. And then you got to battle that against the cost of living. Mm -hmm. So if you're you're making minimum wage and you live in a city like New York or, you know, in L.A., Mm -hmm. Yeah, it's going to be hard for you to, to get by off minimum wage. And a lot of people don't want to go down that route anymore when they know that there are better alternatives like being an influencer or starting your own um, pop-up shop or something. Of course. Of course. They have the um, the way that I've been seeing it when I go to different job posts, you know, just to gather research. They are giving them 20 to $25 an hour, but they're not working no more than 12 hours a week. Of course. So That's the counterpoint, yeah. They, they're giving you the money, but they're cutting your hours down drastically to the point to where you are making minimum wage. Yeah. You know what I'm saying? Like, you, you have to go and pick up a second and third job, which I don't understand why people are so against second, to, to second and third jobs because 
between 20, let's see, my mom got to see when I was, what, 21? So between 22 and 26, I always had two, two to three jobs at a time. It was times where I would go to work at six o'clock in the morning. I wouldn't get home till 11 o'clock at night because that's just what it is. I wouldn't necessarily working to live. I was living to work at that moment. Yeah. And as Americans, we're drilled down in our heads to think that because our social security numbers are employee ID numbers because the United States is a corporation. Yes. So we have to work. Yep. Other countries give their employees days off. Yeah. Mandatory 30 days off. Yeah. A year. Like you get that guaranteed. And we don't get that. Some countries give maternity leave. We were looking at that. Um, looking at it, it was like thirty. Yeah, some change. Yeah, it was like thirty six or thirty nine months or something like that. Somebody else give you live thirty nine weeks. Like yeah. no, after six weeks they want you to dump your baby off and then come back to work. Yeah, because so, you gotta. Yeah, because in America you gotta get back in that car. Yeah, to keep everything moving, and then exactly. it's like with the. Uh, I forgot where I was seeing this at, but I, again, I forget exactly where I saw that, but it's like they built the school system to teach kids how to be workers. It wasn't taught for clear education. It was taught how to, you know, mm-hmm. react to that bell and everything else because, yeah, they wanted them as cogs in the wheel to Keep the industrial thing moving. Yep, that's all that it is. And I'm looking at the minimum wage per state. So in Alabama, there's no minimum wage law. Alaska minimum wage is 1034. Jeez. Uh, In California, it's $13 an hour for employees with 25 or fewer employees. And we'll increase to $14 an hour on January 1st, 2022. 15 an hour on January 1st, 2023. That's if you got 25 or fewer. Right. Give me another state. Uh, Ohio. All right. 725. <laughs> Mississippi has no minimum wage law. Nebraska, yeah. $9 an hour for employers with more than three employees. Wow. That's ridiculous. New York, twelve fifty an hour statewide, fifteen per hour in New York City, Long Island, and Westchester County. And you still can't survive off of that at all. You want somebody in New York for twelve fifty an hour in Dutchess County? That's a lot of. M- that's some money up there in Dutchess County. Mm-hmm. And you telling me it's twelve fifty an hour. Exactly. That's why a lot of people don't want to work nowadays. And again, it's not it's not because of uh people are, you know, I, I always hear the rhetoric that um, you know, a lot of people don't want to work because people are lazy. No, it's just that twenty twenty 
eye open. Uh, yeah, open our eyes to a, <laughs> lot, to a lot of the BS that's going on. And it's like, why even put ourselves through that? And especially now where, you know, we had a pandemic, everything else, people are now more so than ever are focusing on their time. Yep. So it's like, why would I put my time into working for a job that I'm not going to get paid well enough yeah. to survive comfortably. Yep. Yep. Um, Cane's Chicken is uh, based out of um, Baton Rouge, though. They put all of their um, corporate workers, like 200 of them, go to the store. Can't find employees. Y'all got a job. Go work in the store. Fry cook cashiers. Um, they they were uh bagging up orders, mm-hmm. drive through because the restaurant is closed, so yeah. they were wrapped around the building trying yeah. to get it pushed in and pushed out. I really think that the people's not everybody, some people in the corporate world should come down, not no undercover ball situation. Yeah. Just come down and actually work a day. Nope. Calm down. Take that pay cut mm. for sixty days, and see how yeah, and see how they see how they can survive on that. Yeah, see how they can survive. But they don't care. They don't care. I get it. But if you say that you can survive off that sixty days, that's your permanent pay cut. Gone on. But then where would the rest of that money go? To the people who actually need it. Senators, there's no way that these senators need this amount of money. For instance, Pastor Joel Olstein got to pay back $4.4 million that they got from the PPP, right? Mm-hmm. They said that he um, didn't take any of the money. It was like $3.82 was given to the their employees across all their churches and they have, you know, the production studios and yeah. stuff like that to pay their wages and stuff. Yeah. You got the cleaning staff, the nursery, yeah. all of that. It's a mega church. You got a lot of employees. Mm-hmm. I get it. And everybody was shut down for, churches were shut down for what, like nine months? Mm-hmm. Eight months? If not that, yeah, if not longer. So, I get it. He take, he has a $222,000 salary a year that the church pays him. They said that he hadn't taken it, right? Why he need that much? He has book deals and TV deals. He shouldn't even be taking a salary from the church. They said he wouldn't. But why you gotta make that much? Okay? I get it. He's a leader of the flock. I get it. Marketing, advertising, all that. You're the face of this. I get it. But why senators gotta make that much? You're working for the people. You know what I'm saying? Mm-hmm. But you want to cut back every type of program that's utilized to help people while you are in the top 5%. Yeah. It's the same like we've been saying on this podcast for the longest. America's a corporation. The only people that are going to care are the people at the top. And the only thing that they're looking for are more ways to make more money, even if it means downplaying the people below them. 
Yeah. It may it makes absolutely no sense sense and I get it that they have different people that they have to pay. They have to pay for their personal security and they have to pay for this and that. But Puerto Rico, let's see, a salary the salary of a congress member um, varies based on their job. Most senators, representatives, delegates, and resident commissioners from Puerto Rico make a salary of $174,000 a year. Okay? I guarantee you, they take a quarter of their salary and cut it back. They can pay teachers more in each state. Oh, yeah, guaranteed. They make $174,000. Teachers may make. If they make 50, it's a lot of money. Yeah. I completely agree. That's disrespect. Oh, well, I mean, but not only that, but, you know, they make that during the term, but they also get more money even after they serve. Yeah, I'm going to have to look in that. I think they get, um, like, free medical care and all that stuff after they're... They get a whole bunch of benefits and everything else after after they've served. And this, that's... Even though I am military, like I don't, I do not agree with the way that the government is ran at all. Like I said, I still don't think that a lot of these politicians should be getting paid the amount that they get paid. And even afterwards, okay, yes, you've done a great thing, so to say, by helping the democracy of this nation continue. But yeah, I mean, we all know at this point you're not really there to serve the people. You're there to serve your wallet. You're there to get the extra money. You're there to network to keep that money going. Uh-huh. You're there for your own generational wealth. It's very, very, very few that I believe are actually there because they love the people. Um, yeah. And... A lot of people made fun of this movie when it came out a long time ago, but I think it is a clear view of how the government is today, and that's Distinguished Gentleman with Eddie Murphy. Um, I have to refresh myself on it. I think if, yeah, I think if people actually sat there and watched how Distinguished Gentleman went down and everything that Eddie Murphy was doing, like, that is a... that is close to how the government is ran today, in my opinion. But I can go down that rabbit hole for a long time. Um, I was looking up the movie. I'll add that to my my list to go back and refresh my mind. I was <laughs> after my car wreck that I had. Mm-hmm. I realized I. A lot of, I guess my movie bank is on that side. <laughs> when I hit my head, mm-hmm. and it's been years, it's been, oh, it's been years since I had the car wreck, but I'm still traumatized by it. Hmm. And I did not realize that until recently that I still have issues behind it. Right. And it's scary. And I understand head trauma. Yeah. But that's something serious. It's been... I had my car wreck March of 05. 
That was five months before Hurricane Katrina. Yeah. Can't remember shit half the time. Well, I'm not going to say that, but my movie bank side. (laughs) (laughs) It must have got rattled. Yeah, but okay, I see that. Shirley, Ralph. Mm -hmm. Okay. I'll add that to my list. Like I said, when it first came out, yeah, a lot of people saw it as a farce of how government is done. But I mean, if you look at a lot of things in that movie and just dissect it and take it for what it is and not try to look at it all together, then yeah, it would definitely be um, a play on how the government is running today. But yeah, I think that'll do it for us, Miss MVP. Oh, really? Yeah. Okay. I mean, unless you got anything else that you know that's pertinent that you need to to speak on i always have stuff to speak on anytime i open my mouth it's worth listening to (laughs) (laughs) how about that sir i get it all right as always if you like what you heard or you have your comments or you have something that you want to share with us, uh, you can always hit us up at parkbench at convosinapark.com. Again, that is parkbench at convosinapark.com. Or you can add comments or hit us up and again at any of the social medias that would be Facebook, TikTok, Instagram, Twitter, um, even working on a LinkedIn page. So all you professionals out there, you know, you'd be able to reach out to us as well. So you're saying professionals are not on Facebook and Twitter? And I'm Instagram. saying that they are, but I mean, LinkedIn is more so for... I can't believe you said they answered that. <laughs> <laughs> oh, you know, I'm an asshole sometimes. <laughs> Anyways. And closing. As always, have you had that convo yet? Why not? Hey, I ain't ready yet. Oh my goodness. Okay. I'm just fine. Bye, y'all. <laughs> Catch y'all next time. Peace. <laughs>